If you own a small business right now, what are you thinking? What are your biggest fears? And what are you hearing from your employees? Over the next several weeks on Inside the Finger Lakes, we'll dive into those questions and examine what the road ahead looks like here in upstate New York. Today, a conversation with Mark Palmieri. He's the executive director of the Geneva Business Improvement District, and earlier this year, he announced his retirement. At the time, Palmieri says it was exciting, not only for him, his family, but the organization that he led for the last several years. Now, though, there's uncertainty, and a lot of it. Minutes after we talked with Palmieri about the small business community in downtown Geneva, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced new restrictions on businesses in an effort to combat the novel coronavirus, or COVID-19. By now, you probably know that the virus has spread at a rate unseen before, as it creates panic across the U.S. and globe. Small business owners wonder what's next, not only for them, but the community they invested so heavily in. A quick note before we get going here, now more than ever, we need your support. We understand that times are hard for everyone, but we will get through this as a community. And FingerLakes1.com won't just unlock certain pieces of content. Everything on our website and mobile app will continue to be free for all. If you can spare a few dollars a month, visit www.patreon.com fl1 to pledge monthly support. If you can't, do your part by staying with us throughout this global crisis as it unfolds. And if there are any questions you'd like to see answered on the show, send them to news at fingerlakes1.com. Mark, welcome to the program. What are you hearing from people on the ground in the day-to-day on this? Well, I I feel that people are really um, attempting to alter the way they do business, although they want to continue to do business. Mm -hmm. So within the restrictions, um, people are saying, how do I deliver? How do I get a pickup if I've never done it before? So they're looking at that, and they're looking at their peers. I know some are talking with each other and saying, you know, what are you doing? How can we do this? So right now, it's a kind of a groping for... Uh, how to survive in this current climate. What are you hearing in terms of how much concern there is for the timeline of, of, you know, how these businesses are going to operate? You know, are some of them looking at this sort of on a day-by-day basis or a week-by-week basis? Or are they looking at it sort of from like a monthly uh, encapsulation? What, what is that sort of breakdown like? That's hard because it depends. Like you've probably seen the paper, Pete Mitchell's closing all his places. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he probably will reopen. Well, Others don't have the luxury to do that. And so it really is a day-to-day. And that's part of the frustration with this thing because there's no timeline. I mean, that's with the finances or health or, you know, all the other issues, social mobilization. There's no uh, end date, and that's kind of what people are saying. It's a a tough situation. What are you hearing in terms of from the business owners talking about their employees – what concerns are they raising about, you know, them being able to retain their workforce, obviously, in, in as many cases as possible, but also uh, trying to figure out the X's and O's of financing uh, while business is either abnormally uh, slow or, you know, outright closed? Yeah. Uh, most of the proprietors, whether they're, you know, have one or two employees, that's kind of been the real heartbreaker for all of them because, you know, they rely on some of them a part-time job or multiple jobs and, uh there's that feeling of keeping them summer, keeping them for longer and waiting it out, seeing can we survive by delivering or maybe instead of serving, you'll deliver today. So they're kind of shifting um, duties around as well. Um, it's all, a, it's all, I mean, I can't stress that it's an experiment. It's, it's a journey uh, and it's, um, it's finding your way through the dark almost. What is it like 
in downtown Geneva right now? Like, what what is... You walk downtown, obviously it's significantly... It, it feels less busy, I'm assuming, but what is... Uh, what do you feel when you go downtown right now? Personally, you know, I've been the executive director for a few years, and, and things have been just outstanding. You know, everybody says, you know, downtown, especially the food. So without being too melodramatic, I mean, I'm, I'm, my heart's broken by what's going on because it has been so vibrant and active. And some places are going to struggle to make it, um, and it's, it's really, a, I don't know what's happening. Now, I would say that there also is a resolve that uh, we are going to get through this somehow. Uh, so it's a really ambivalent feeling. I would point out something. Uh, we recently had our annual dinner, and we recognized businesses that have been uh, in business for 50 years or more. And I thought of that because, well, take uh, Tom Burrell uh, Insurance, 190 years. So they've gone through how many wars? <laughs> they've gone through uh, multiple wars. They've gone through the Spanish flu that we talk about. They've gone through the depression, and they're here. Now, not everybody could do that, but some will. I mean, it's it's so. Um, and, and you know, I'm a. I don't want to get too off on the uh, on the rails, but you know, history is important to us. If we look at history, you know, we know that, that that there's ebbs and flows. There's natural disasters. There's wars. There's illnesses, and humanity comes through. Um, I also see people kind to each other downtown. Uh, sympathizing with with each other or saying, did you know in another city people are doing this, uh, sharing ideas with each other? So although the mood is is obviously gray, uh, there's a, there's also a um, an effort to find the the silver lining uh, in, in all of the situations, and that's the way we gotta uh, proceed. When you look at some of the um Obviously, you've got the, the longtime players in a, in a city like Geneva, um, the businesses that have been around for, like you said, you know, decades, if not more than 100 years. Um, what for the newer businesses, the, the new businesses that maybe have only been around since DRI time or a little before that in the last sort of five or six, seven years when Geneva's really gone through a bit of a resurgence? Um, what is the what's the message to them? In, in a time like this? Well, a small business starts with a lot of faith and a lot of confidence, especially in the retail environment today. Uh, and restaurants always been a hard thing to go through. But I'm thinking there's a local business, FLX Refashion. Chris uh, uh, Wheeler opened that. She also has an online presence. Now, I think that's also what people have to do in today's. They have to have multiple platforms to market whatever it is they have. Uh, they'll have a brick-and-mortar presence, but they also should have an online uh, or that would be beneficial to them. So they're thinking of how do I do my business? You know, it's almost like, again, like 9-11, we had to change, you know, flying. It's a hassle to drink. You got to do it. So you do put the belt in the thing or whatever it is. And eventually it slacks up. We're seeing a little bit, a little bit perhaps. But it's like we, we unfortunately have to adjust to it and uh, we'll find ways to do it. What is the concern level among small business owners, particularly those in the service industry and service space, um, retail industry in being able to find customers as this sort of new, I don't want to call it new normal because I, I think it's temporary, um, but this sort of environment where globally there are fewer customers now because of the, the sort of change in trend, li trend line in terms of how many people are out even looking for certain types of goods. We have uh, another thing I'm proud that we've done recently. Uh, we've we've rekindled the Merchants Association, and we were planning on some campaigns. For example, th something I was thinking about was Think Geneva. Mm -hmm. And for example, uh, I have a grandson, and uh, 
we were at a place where there were the uh, those old style wooden uh, trains, and uh, so my wife and I were talking about it. So she went online and looked, and uh, they had them there. And I thought, geez, I think uh, Lake City Hobby has those. Uh, so I went down and I bought them. And so I think we have to shift our thinking to. Is it downtown or uh, Joe Fragnoli's Super Cat? You know, people go online and buy boots. He's got a freaking million kinds of boots there, you know. So yeah. I think what we could do to compensate for some of this is to refocus our attention because some of the stuff is around or can be gotten uh, without going over uh, to all of those, you know, to, to the Internet and, um, and travel elsewhere. Is this also an interesting opportunity for... Um, some of these smaller, even more rural communities um, in, in smaller urban centers like Geneva to refocus on, on basically utilizing and capitalizing on as much uh, local commerce as possible, as opposed to, you know, thinking globally, thinking regionally, thinking in sort of that broader sense where you have to travel and potentially, you know, you're going to be coming in, into contact with, with folks who might have been in different places that, you know, might have potentially also come into contact with the coronavirus. Is there this opportunity now to sort of refocus on the local community and how, you know, that that commercial space can be strengthened while also staying safe at the same time? Yeah. Um, you, I, a thought popped in my head as you were talking is, you know, especially during the holiday season, everybody bought on Amazon and some of the garages were filled with boxes, you know, and people are saying, you know, there's all these little tangential things that occur when something un, unknown is going. So... People are thinking, well, maybe I could buy some here because uh, shipping is expensive and I'm creating more waste products. If I buy local, I could just pick it up and put it in my car. So I think people could promote and market themselves by by looking at some of those nuances and saying I could beat and I could get business by doing it a little differently and emphasizing the the, uh, the ecological impact of packaging and shipping. You know, trucks got to travel all those ways and plane. You know, it's like uh, uh, the food. You know, uh, grown local, eating local. You know, we could we could do the same with our commerce and our business. You know, focus on that your local and. Um, you know, we try to do that with the, uh, you know, yearly there's a shop local, shop small. And we were also wanting to promote that throughout the year, you know. So, yeah, it, it may be just, you know, those trends were happening or, you know, under the radar. And, and maybe they'll surface, percolate, and, and we can take advantage of them. When you look at the potential for uh, more stringent shutdowns uh, in terms of, of from government leaders, um, obviously there's been a lot of talk down in New York City about a full shutdown of non-essential business. Um, Governor Cuomo has pushed back against that idea to date. Uh, obviously, it's March 20th right now. Um, but what are business owners, what are you hearing from the business community in terms of uh, what they would do under those circumstances if a prolonged mandated shutdown uh, became a reality for anything that wasn't deemed non-essential, grocery stores, healthcare, that type of thing? It's again, it's that fear of the unknown. How long will it last? How severe it will be? How much it will impact me? Um, you know, some of the, uh, you call them bailouts or, you know, saving uh, uh, financial tools or whatever. Uh, I think people are wondering what will be there because realistically, a lot of things are going to fade and, 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 and be on uh, on the chopping block. So, you know, will the government help? How much will the government help? I can't, you know, what good is a loan, 30-year loan at 3.7%? You know, I need something like ASAP. Um, so I'm saying I'm not, I'm not really sure other than I think the pressure will be there to, and you know, like, you know, if it's a war footing, then we do everything we can to promote and save our, our own folks. 
the Small Business Administration has uh, come out with a series of um, basically opportunities, whether they be disaster loan relief or sort of other things that they have in the hopper uh, that they hope to have fully unrolled over the next several weeks um, to help some of these small businesses get over the get over the hump, so to speak. What are the concerns connected to that? Obviously, we're talking about mostly loans. In the few conversations that we've been able to have so far from small businesses, there there's a, there is it seems there's a strong contingency of you know we don't we can't take on a loan. A loan is not the thing that we need. We need immediate relief, and we essentially need a pause on all of the the expenses that are going to continue to pile up here. Yeah, I just I was reading a, a, a Facebook thread this morning, and it's kind of a combination between frustration and cynicism and uh, you know bewilderment of uh, you know. And, and unfortunately, it's like, okay, these other industries are going to get money. I want mine too. And like, is, is it a, a free-for-all of bailing out folks? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure that. But it's, it's you know, what will the loan do? It's, it's like the government, in some cases, are coming out with something rather than actually the item that will actually address it to the strongest possible uh, degree. The loans will be okay for some places, depending on the size of it. Um, and they could, you know, refinance when they're done. It's But any lifeline, I think, that's out there for certain people because the market's so big some will take advantage of some won't and it's just another tool you know like i mean we don't want to get in the theory of the uh, the federal reserve but you know if they use all their bullets what'll be the next thing so you got to watch out what the plan is and what's out there because if this is going longer if you throw all everything against the wall now what we use in the future and then right. people will say i don't trust you you know what else are you going to do you didn't plan and so it's a tough set of circumstances yeah, it, it for is. sure. What are the biggest concerns uh, that, that folks in the community remember about these small businesses that are still trying to do business despite some very difficult circumstances right now? Right. Well, for example, I did a little inventory again. And uh, so we have 42 bars and restaurants downtown Geneva. Uh, we have 35 retail stores. We have 55 service industries, such as insurance, banking, and a variety of others. 11 legal offices. 19 salons, barber shops, and fitness. Uh, you see my point. We, we're concerned about the. Uh, right now, I think the immediate thing is the the uh, the food and bar establishments, but those other small places, single proprietor establishments. Um, they still need to be. Uh, we we still need to give them their business. I mean, you, you're going to have that same insurance guy go down and check uh, FLX. Uh, you know, refashioned and uh, waste not want not, not. I mean, these places uh, they're great ideas, and I think in the future they'll they'll percolate again to the surface. Mm-hmm. It is when you look at the the obviously we don't know when, but there is going to be the the other side of this. There is going to be the other side eventually. Um, does it sort of offer another opportunity for additional resurgence for communities like Geneva that were already trending in the right direction and have a lot of the, the right sort of bones in place to be able to quickly rebound after something like this? Um, what is there an opportunity for a, a, a another wave, so to speak, of, of new businesses coming in and, and new opportunity for, for those sole proprietors and also, you know, those folks who want to start those small businesses that can lead to sort of immediate turnaround on, on jobs and things like that? Well, I don't know about immediate. I mean, it depends how long this lasts. It depends on a lot of un 
um, unknown variables. Uh, but I think I'll go back to what I said earlier. I think a trend is people were already looking at, you know, do I really want to shop online? Can I go to my name? So I think that will uh, continue. I think that there may be other businesses that pop up as a result of this. You know, uh, people are experimenting with um, with a lot of different things in their life. And people are, uh, I mean, even look at the food industry. People are buying, getting boxes sold to them and, and coming to their house. You know, maybe, I mean, that's a trend for maybe the uh, uh, the double income, no kids in, in our, the cities. But maybe people want to see, you know, go and hit the victory gardens. Maybe people grow some more gardens, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's, it's, it's so hazy, but... Again, I go back to history as a, as a person interested in history, whether local or not. Um, the, life is a cycle. You know, things are peaks and valleys. There's, um, there's ebbs and flows, and people still need commerce. People will continue to buy, sell, and interact. That's the frustrating thing about this. We're social creatures, and this, this rubs against us. You were, uh, your retirement announced, was announced several months ago. Where does that stand now, and uh, uh, what are what are sort of some of the things that you're working on in the coming weeks as you look forward to trying to help the business community in Geneva weather this storm? So the, there's a search committee, and they're in the process of selecting someone. So I think that would be uh, forthcoming very, very soon. My goal is to have a smooth handoff. As I said, it's kind of frustrating because things were left uh, – I, 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 I was very, I felt well in leaving uh, a good situation into the hands of the next person. And now through no fault of mine or anyone's, that's not the truth. So we have to continue. You know, we have, um, we have our main mission is to keep downtown safe and attractive. Of course, we have to promote, and we've always done that with our business. But we have to make sure that 35 crosswalks are clean and shoveled. We have to make sure that the baskets are hanging. We have to make sure that the Christmas and holiday lights are up. Uh, we have to make sure that the curbsides are clean and the cigarette box. I mean, those things are going to go on. We want to maintain an attractive, uh, safe downtown. We're going to do that. Uh, and that might be the, also the other thing about the regeneration. People say, geez, i got a gem right here, and uh, I'm going to um, make everything possible to, to, to get that into even better shape than it was.